VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Hello, friends. Jack, Flight School O'Brien here, uh, also known as Jack. Still can touch Ned if I get a running start and haven't eaten heavy breakfast. O'Brien, uh, both nicknames that I go by. Inviting you to check out Miles and Jack got mad boosties for a weekly basketball conversation with me and my co-host from the Daily Zeitgeist, Miles Gray. We are joined by comedians, writers, podcasters, and fellow NBA fans as we discuss the latest news and events from around the league. Check it out. Miles and Jack got mad boosties. Brought to you by the first ever Toyota Grand Highlander. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. We've been going in the last half hour through a number of uh, uh, ridiculous crime stories. And Steve Gregory has another one. <laughs> Imagine 4.30 in the morning on a Sunday. Yeah. And you get awakened by a home invasion robbery. Well, actually, he wasn't awakened. He was coming home from having an evening with his friends. And he walked into the garage. This is in Temple City. And he goes through the garage into his kitchen. From And then when he walked into the kitchen, he was met by at least three guys inside his kitchen. And um, he struggled with them. And they uh, basically started kind of beating him up. And one of them shot a handgun and hit the guy in an elbow. And then somehow he got a cut in his face. And so he kind of went, he kind of stumbled back outside. And he was able to get his buddy that had just dropped him off, called him back over. And they went to the hospital. In the meantime, there were two women inside that were found up in the second floor of the house with zip ties on, and there was also a baby. Oh. So it's, Well, they were awakened. Yeah, they were awake. <laughs> exactly. But here's the thing. The guys were able to get away with $2,000 in cash from this guy. They had it in his pocket. So, you know, I was talking to detectives about this, and I'm thinking, well, you know, what's the deal here? And they're thinking that this may have been more tied to a – maybe a follow home situation. They're looking, they're exploring that. Yeah. Because someone might've been out at a casino or a card room or something like that. And yeah, what's open where you're coming home at four 30 in the morning. Well, no, I don't know. That's well, casinos. Right. Yeah. That's exactly. what I'm saying. Yeah. It's so there could have short. It could have been that, but what's happening now is this is a part of a bigger issue in the San Gabriel Valley. And again, this is in Temple City that this happened yesterday. But this is one of uh, a list of home invasion robberies and targeted robberies that are happening in the Asian community. And this is why it's a big problem now for the LA County Sheriff's Department. 
They've been trying to get the Asian community to cooperate, to come forward. And typically, according to law enforcement, the Asian community is a lot more reticent or hesitant to come forward. In their culture, they, they just keep to themselves. Even if you're a victim of a crime in that community, a lot of times they won't come forward. So it's they're having some problems there. Now, you've got that going on simultaneously with another series of home invasion robberies happening in the San Fernando Valley. And that's targeting more elderly couples or, elder, or elderly individuals. And you just had the most recent one in Encino where the man and the woman were in the house and they, they broke in. And what they did is they, they kind of bum-rushed them as uh, the man was coming home from somewhere. And, and as he was walking in, they come up behind him and push their way into the house. So they literally sit out and wait and, you know, kind of wait for him to come in. And then they went in and they were trying to cover the tracks by burn that, burning the house down. And then they bludgeoned the woman to death. And oh, the, the inside of the house was burning and she was burned and she was dead underneath. And they found her halfway under the bed. So they're turning violent. Is There's an increase, you said, yeah. in both valleys, right? San Fernando and San Gabriel. Is there any sense that there's a network of people doing this? Yeah, great question. Is this organized? Yeah, that's kind of what they're thinking now is because if you look at the sophistication of what they're doing, and I, I say that I use the term loosely, and I, I guess I should say uh, they are, they're more um, in tune. Uh, they rehearse and they, they study. So they know what types of neighborhoods to target, what types of vulnerable individuals to target, elderly couples, if you will, the Asian community. Uh, they know their target and they know the time to strike. And this is why, again, cops are having a tough time with it. And they're trying to put out the word the best they can, but it's really still a problem. Well, well I can see the elderly would be less likely to physically resist, obviously. Right. The The Asian community being more reluctant, which is interesting because I have noticed that a lot of Asian immigrants or the next generation, they, they've been in some areas more organized. Right. You know, they came to this country or their parents came to this country for freedom and for, for safety because they thought America was the place where things are normal. And they have been, I mean, I remember uh, busloads of Asian parents coming out of Irvine sure. to get a ho homeless encampments away from the schools. Uh, so there are some that are very active in trying to clean up their community. And you're right. that young, It tends to be that younger generation, and they're the ones that are actually very well organized, trying to get the word out into their own communities that these problems exist. But maybe some of the older people are the less. The fathers, or the, I should say the parents and grandparents, are the ones that yeah. are, are, are reticent. Uh, they're the ones that are they're very, you know, they're, they just really just don't want to cause any trouble. They don't want to make any waves. And even Tim Murakami, who's the undersheriff, of Los Angeles County, he talks about his days in a Japanese internment camp when he was a kid and, you know, his time or his parents rather. And then the times that, you know, he was, uh, you know, had to go through periods of racism and he comes back out and he's trying to encourage the people his age and the, the, his, you know, the grandparents before him to please forget those old ways and just start being a part of the community. I guess the bad guys know this, huh? Yeah. Um, they, they know sure. who's not going to report the crime. Who's not going to testify against them? Here's the double-edged sword, John. So there's big press conferences all the time about this, and you've got Tim Murakami, and you know he's trying to convince the community to come forward, and robbers are sitting there watching this just like you and I are, mm -hmm. and they're sitting there going, "Hmm, yeah, they don't come forward. No one reports them. No one reports us." So they 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 have all this in mind, and 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 when I was talking to Deputy Chief Alan Hamilton at LAPD.
about this too. He says, these guys are smart. They're, they're well-organized. A lot of these crews are coming from other places in, in California. They're not all here. They're not all originating in this area. Mm-hmm. They're coming from up North. And a lot of them are coming from Vegas and they're having problems with these people coming to town because first of all, they caught word that no one prosecutes anything like that. Those, these low level offenses. Oh, great. They, they <laughs> so catch the word wind. is out. So the word's out. In other cities and they drive here just to do their crimes. Sure. Because there's not going to be any bail. There's not going to be any severe prosecution, misdemeanors and. And a lot of these couples, all these older couples in these older communities don't have cameras. They don't have surveillance. They right. don't, they've never known to need one of those. Because when I was talking to the detective today, Richard Lewis at the Sheriff's Department, um, he said, I said, what can these people do? And he said, just buy a camera. He said, they're so cheap now. They really are. You go yeah. onto Amazon and you've got, you've got all of these ring cameras and all these other cameras are so cheap. He just said, have some sort of camera, have these um, self-illuminating lights on your, on your porch or on your sidewalk. So there's some, you have well-lit areas. He, he said, just spend a couple bucks on, on beefing up your security. You'd, you'd be amazed at what a difference it makes. Do these guys just say stay parked in front of your house? Some do. And just watch you leave and wait for you to come back? This, or watch you leave and then burst into the house? Yeah, so either way. it happens a couple different ways. And this takes me back to uh, when we were covering the knock-knock burglaries, where you've got these, these crews now that, that got smart. They don't show up and beat up old cars anymore. They rent Mercedes and Beamers and they get them or they steal them. And they show up in these higher end neighborhoods in these really nice cars. They put on decent clothes mm-hmm. and they look like they belong in the neighborhood. So no one's tipped off and they walk up and knock. And when no one answers, then that's when they go around the back and break in. So that, so using that model, what they do is they, they blend into the neighborhoods and they know what to look for and what to watch for. And they'll walk and, you know, they know demographically where the older neighborhoods, where the money's at, and they'll go and they'll camp out and, or they'll hire some low, you know, low level people to just walk around the block and take notes. I mean, they're very, they're, they're very smart this way. Right. It's pretty frightening. <laughs> it is frightening. And because it, what frightens me is they're coming from out of town. Now they're organized and they know exactly who their victim. They, they do a profile, a demographic profile of the victims. And I'll leave you with this. And I don't remember, I don't know if you know, if you remember the story here in Burbank, there was that old couple, that older couple that was, uh, the, a couple of guys broke in and pistol whipped the, the guy and they set him down on the, the couch and they tied him up and everything. And then they left and they were able to get free. And he ended up being an animator with Disney back in the day. Yeah. And he ended up drawing and sketching. Oh, oh no, he I don't remember that. sketched the faces of the two guys. Really? Turned it over to Burbank PD with a perfect sketch of both men in a perfectly done animation sketch. And that's what they released, and they were able to get them within a few weeks. <laughs> that's just the worst luck for the bad guys. I know, right? And no ring camera needed. He's just an animator. It's perfect. All right, Steve, thanks. You got it, bud. More coming up, John and Ken Show. You getting this uh, new booster that's coming out? Am I? Yeah, you gonna? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you sure? I think so. Why? Um, well, they're going to be releasing it, uh, and all the testing they've done so far has been on mice, no humans. Oh. Maybe I'll wait a little bit. <laughs> Are you going to get it? Uh, not until they do humans. Yeah. This would be a good booster to have. Well, maybe. I don't know. I've 
Well, I mean, because, you know, we have all these new variants that apparently the other booster is not doing a great job of, so. No, I'm assuming this will take care of the current variants, but then there'll probably be new variants. Oh, I'm sure. This is going to go on forever, John. So if we're we're always going to be a year behind the variants, I don't know what the point is, but... um, Usually, the the FDA gets a lot of criticism and the CDC uh, for being too slow. Uh, they were very slow in in the first year on all fronts in getting uh, testing approved uh, to determine whether you had the virus. And there's and and generally, the FDA is very very slow. It takes years and years to approve certain drugs. But now they've decided apparently they're just going to go for it. Um, and <laughs> I was really surprised. I mean, in the Wall Street Journal, it said they're going to authorize the new booster shots this week without any data from whether the shots were safe and worked in humans. Oh. Well, <clears throat> how many people do you think are going to take something? Once you, once you read that line, they don't know whether the shots are safe and whether they work in humans. I don't think we're going to have a lot of people. I mean, the, the mice are going to be lined up for this. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, they have a choice. <laughs> uh, it, it, but, of course, and you get the usual doublespeak, real-world evidence from the current vaccines show us the vaccines are safe. But they're doing the tweaking to deal with the, to deal with the new versions. Um, the, they say they do this with the flu shots because the flu shots mutate every year. And we know that the flu shots are only, what, 30% effective? Yeah. Sometimes even worse than that. Yeah. Very rarely do they get above a 50% effectiveness. I think one year, I remember, it was 15%. I mean, I still get that every year, though. You're a vaccine junkie. I am. I can't get enough. Uh, And there's one FDA official. I don't know. This quote just cracked me up. His name is Paul Offit. And he says... I'm uncomfortable that we would move forward, that we would give millions or tens of millions of doses to people based on mouse data. <laughs> mouse data. Yeah. Um, so uh, Pfizer and uh, Moderna would be updating their shots for BA.5 and BA.4. And Pfizer says we validated the process several times over and we produce safe and effective vaccines against COVID-19, blah, blah, blah. And uh, let me see here. They, they, they say that these shots are like keys that are nearly identical but have slightly different ridges and valleys. And the similarities make it reasonable for regulators to weigh the safe track record of the original shots when considering the new ones. I don't know. I mean, can't they do 100 people? Well, why don't you sign up for it? No, I don't. I didn't do uh, science uh, experiments. Oh, would you? Uh, no, you're, I, no, you're you're way way more hyper about this stuff than I am. Yeah, I am, but no, I'm not going to be a guinea pig. You walk around with a hazmat suit on here. <laughs> Let's not get hysterical here. Don't go that far. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just I had I had never seen a single drug that was uh, not tested on people before, and that they were willing to uh, now. Where's the where's the monkeypox story? Now this thing, this thing you want to make get a vaccine for. I'm not suggesting you're engaging in this kind of behavior, but yeah, I, I don't 
at this point, I'm not thinking about getting that vaccine. All right. Um, this is what's happening to people who get monkeypox. First of all, the monkeypox causes intense pain, and I'll explain that in a moment. But it's the psychological scars that are just as devastating um, because you end up with all these weird sores and lesions all over your body. And they're, these people are afraid they're going to be left with long-lasting scars. And even if the pox, is, the pox heal, they have these psychological scars because they live terrified for weeks and weeks that these, uh, these pox lesions weren't going to go away. And this is the horrible part. According to one of the doctors, he's got a complicated name here, uh, Nathan, Nathan Pfeiffer Smadja. He's an infectious disease expert at a hospital in Paris. Says a small number of patients can develop internal lesions, particularly inside the anus, which can become extremely painful. And uh, one guy named, uh, what's his name? Hennebert. Quarantine Hennebert. He's, he got this. He got the uh, lesions in the anus. And he said, I constantly had the impression that razor blades were being thrust into me. I can't think of any other comparison. The pain was so strong. You know what? I would be permanently changing my life choices. I, I You know, I cannot believe. Because we heard stuff like this in the first weeks. And why you don't... Uh, just board yourself up in your bedroom and wait for this to pass. Um, he lost 15 pounds in three days because he was not eating because the uh, the pain was so terrible. All I could think about was the pain. You can lose 15 pounds in three days? Yes, I guess you can. If you have a lot of extra weight that you need to lose and you're not eating anything. Wow. Why, you No, I didn't think that was doing that? No, I didn't think it was possible to lose that much oh. I mean, I've never done it. I mean, I, I think you would have to have a lot of extra fat to lose that right. kind of weight in, in With three you, days. they would have to remove bones. I mean, <laughs> if you lose 15 pounds, you'd become invisible. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Um, yeah, another uh, person, uh, Sebastian Tuller, became very anxious when monkeypox lesions began to appear on his face. It was really ugly, and I didn't know what to do. Uh, because you know, if when the disease becomes visible on your face, then you know you uh, you're going to be stigmatized, that uh, nobody's going to want to come near you. And uh, this reminds a lot of these people are traumatized uh, about uh, uh, HIV because people used to get something called Kaposi's sarcoma, which was these purple lesions on the face, and that was a sign of your immune system breaking down, and then. Everybody would know that you have it. You couldn't hide it. And uh, not to mention this exposes uh, people's sexual orientation in most cases because 98% uh, of the people are uh, are men who are, having, who are having sex with other men. So once, once you get the monkey pox on your face, then uh, the whole world knows in case you were trying to hide it. But I, don't, I just think you take a break for a while. You think by now, everybody, I think you read this article, I would think you definitely would uh, cool it for, uh, for five minutes.
Johnny Kencho, KFI. Be prepared this week, by the way. There's gonna be, it's going to be really, really hot uh, for most of the area, even along the beaches. I think Santa Monica is still going to be up around 85 degrees, which is very hot there. Uh, and it's going to be 110 uh, in places like Woodland yes. Hills. Yes. I need so. to go to a cooling center ASAP. Is there a cooling center in Woodland Hills? I don't know. I for the for the elderly, you can sit amongst them and yeah, maybe I'll have to go check it out. I'll have to go do a live report, John, just for you with a blanket and a shawl and try to warm. <laughs> um, now you're so you're going to hear a lot about climate change, right? This is going to allow all the uh, uh, all the obsessives to uh, climb on their soapboxes and start lecturing all of us. And the L.A. Times ran a curious story today because they admitted that because of all the fires we've had in California, that all these uh, climate laws that Newsom and Jerry Brown have pushed over the years really are getting negated entirely. Uh, There's really going to be no benefit from all of us. Oh, eventually, you know, we can't drive gas powered cars anymore. And we're being told we can't use power because they're short on power and they're short on power because the wind and solar don't work that well. All the taxes on gas. I mean, that's, that's a main reason why the gas is a buck 50 more than any other state. All the taxes on the, uh, on the factories and the factories they've driven at. All this is because they're cockamamie pilot, uh, uh, their cockamamie climate policy. Well, now they're admitting that, okay, We've had so many forest fires that the climate policy has been negated. And uh, they, they have a story today that um, suddenly another huge reversal. The California Resources Board is asking the state and federal authorities to increase the thinning and the treatment of forests that are dangerously overgrown with flammable vegetation. Now, this is rich. I can't tell you how funny this is. Because for decades, the environmentalist groups have insisted that you cannot touch anything in a forest, no matter what. The Native Americans, as you may have heard, had brilliant forestry policies. They did controlled burns. They cleared areas of vegetation. They thinned forests occasionally in order to keep them from getting overgrown. When they're overgrown, they compete for limited resources like water. Uh, The trees dry out, and they burn easily. And they're crowded together, so the fire jumps quickly. The vegetation gets overgrown. That adds fuel, literally adds fuel to the fire. And these practices have been wrong and bad going back 100 years. But because the environmentalists paid so much money to politicians and had so much power, bamboozled the media, they got their way. And in large part, that's why we've had such terrible fires. That and the idiot unregulated energy companies who haven't maintained their equipment in some cases for 100 years. So you have 100 years of bad forestry management. And you have 100 years of bad maintenance on our uh, energy infrastructure. So now you get these massive fires ignited often by the energy companies with downed power lines and broken connections and malfunctioning equipment. And then the fires get exacerbated because the forests haven't been trimmed properly in a long time. 
And it it says, like, they, they, they focus on the damage potentially to the sequoias. And um, a portion of Sequoia National Park had not burned in 132 years. The flames climbed more than 100 feet high into the sequoia canopies. And 7,500 to 10,000 trees were destroyed. And according to one of the uh, experts, the sequoias prefer frequent fire. Every 10 to 20 years, that burns through. It reduces the litter on the ground, you know, the overgrowth. <clears throat> but in the board camp fire, Sequoia National Park, they had no recorded fire history. They think it was 132 years since the last fire, and that's because of us. He, he says because we suppressed quite a few lightning strikes <clears throat> that would have potentially burned through the grove in the past 100 years. So when the Castle Fire burned into it in 2020, there was too much fuel on a steep slope, and it burned incredibly hot. <clears throat> so they're, su they're supposed to, they're supposed to uh, do forest work on 2.3 million acres every year here in California, federal and state. 2.3. And that might reduce the fires by about 10%. But we're only doing 250,000 a year. So we're doing 10% of what we need to. So the emissions from these fires are going to be not reduced at all, really. And it's all because there was a bad idea that was created by silly, silly people in the environmental movement <clears throat> that everybody stuck to for 100 years. When I tell you how much I distrust experts, I distrust them because I think many of them don't know what they're talking about. They're just wrong. Or they're compromised by money. I think these environmental groups made a lot of money because they got donations from people who were moved by campaigns to save the forest. Stop the controlled burns. Stop the, the chopping down trees. Stop the timber industry. And the Native Americans are trying to tell them for 100 years, like, no, 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 this system works. You're wrong. They wouldn't listen. And they were wrong. And it's led to these fires. But you notice how they all do a pivot. Instead of addressing 100 years' worth of mistakes... They say, well, it's, it's, it's uh, climate change. You have to give up your car. I don't even have to give up my car. Yeah, you got to pay more taxes. I don't even have to pay more taxes. No, this was your stupid idea. Well, no, it's climate. Now, now it's climate change. So they've le levied these enormous taxes on our heads and have tried to restrict our driving movements. And you hear climate change out of their mouths, out of their oral holes, like every every five minutes, and it turns out the fires that they create annually completely negate all the climate change, all, all the climate change policies that they've installed. Whatever minimal amount of carbon dioxide that they have saved from being spewed into the atmosphere has been overwhelmed by the massive carbon dioxide 
that entered the atmosphere from all these burns. So what you have here is a continuation of bad policies by people who either don't know what they're doing, they're just stupid when it comes to their field of expertise, or they're just in it for the money. They can use all this. You know, they've got new scare stories. Our forests are burning because of climate change. Heat waves because of climate change. Give us money. Same crowd that was telling you to give, give them money so they'll keep the forest from being cut down. But it is a racket. It is a scam. And it's dangerous. It's caused a lot of damage because they're motivated by power. They're motivated by greed to keep their organizations running. They're not motivated by science. They use the word science as a shield to cover up their own ignorance and incompetence. And it's just, it's just a shame because a lot of the stuff that's been burning in California shouldn't have burned. A lot of this never had to happen. But, you know, hey, people get emotionally manipulated. They send their money. They listen to experts. And then you, sometimes it takes 100 years to find out that they, they were full of crap. Johnny can't KFI. Coming up after 4 o'clock, we're going to talk with somebody who's in, um, with, with uh, victims' rights groups because they're trying to stop the zero bail law from passing again. Um, Bob Hertzberg, who you, uh, if, if you live uh, on the west side of Los Angeles, it's a sprawling district. It goes way beyond the west side, but I don't have the parameters in front of me. He, he's running to replace Sheila Kuehl who one of the most horrendous politicians in L.A. history, Sheila Kuehl. But she's 80 now. She's, uh, I guess she's termed out. And uh, Hertzberg wants to replace her, and he's running against uh, that woman from uh, West Hollywood. Uh, and she's a radical, too. But uh, she, she knows she's radical, uh, and, and she has erased her West Hollywood public service history from her resume because she knows West Hollywood would be a... Uh, a trigger, a trigger phrase for voters if they see it. So Hertzberg is running, and he's been a lifelong blowhard bully. And he's been pushing this zero bail nonsense for quite some time. And um, as you may have heard, he tried to get it passed last year. And then some goon in the Sacramento area was released quickly on zero bail. He'd committed a crime, and he went out and he raped and murdered a 61-year-old woman and killed her dogs and burned her house down. And that's what zero bail gets you. Because when these guys know there's no consequences, the, the crimes accelerate, and they can accelerate quite quickly because they... they they know, even through their drug-addled minds, they know that without consequences, anything goes. And they can give in to any impulse they have. Uh, so after the rape, the murder, the killing of the two dogs, and the house burning, uh, Hertzberg withdrew the bill. And if a normal person did that, you would like to think, okay, he realized that's a really bad idea and we had a real-world horrific tragedy to show how bad an idea that is. Because if the guy had been held on bail, it the murder doesn't happen. The rape doesn't happen. The dogs don't get killed. The house doesn't burn. It simply doesn't happen if you could roll back the tape. But he really did get out on no bail, and he really did all those horrific things. You think that would shame Bob Hertzberg. You think 
for the rest of his life, he would repent and say, wow, that was the idea that I wanted? That, that's what I've been pushing for? And then there was a referendum on the ballot over no bail. And the public voted decisively. We don't want no bail. We want bail. It was clear. And Hertzberg, you think, would get the message, well, and, and right now he's a state senator from, from the Valley, from the Van Nuys area. So, I mean, he's a local guy who's been a politician for many years. And why people keep reelecting him is just one of the great wonders. I mean, I could say that, of, you know, about 25 people in L.A. County politics. Like, why? What, what are you doing? Do you know this? Maybe you all don't know this. I'm sitting here shouting by myself. You ought to know this. It's a crazy person. He shouldn't be led anywhere near government. Right? You think? I, there's no argument for a guy like him. He's destructive. Anyway, he's pushing this no-bail bill. And it may, uh, you know, he, uh, it may be up for a vote either today, tomorrow, or Wednesday. We're in a, a, a deadline session here. Uh, and uh, it has to um, be voted on by Wednesday. And Hertzberg is pushing hard. Zero bail. And he lies to everybody publicly and privately and insists that zero bail lowers crime. Well, talk to that poor woman who got murdered. Does not lower crime. Obviously it doesn't. They're, they've done this in New York City. I mean, they're finding that some no-bail criminals are committing hundreds of crimes. Hundreds of crimes. Because they're never off the streets. They never suffer a consequence. Ultimately, many of them are never prosecuted. Or if they're prosecuted, they're never jailed. We had, we had Steve Gregory on earlier in the show who uh, says we've got criminals now, organized cr crime, coming in from other cities like Las Vegas because they know they can do follow-home robberies, they can do home invasion robberies, they can do the smash-and-grab robberies, and there might be no bail for them, or uh, only misdemeanor prosecution and no jail. So these, these, the mistake is to believe be, that these guys are stupid because you see them in their hoodies, on TV, and it looks like they're just uh, a bunch of guys who dropped out in the fifth grade. Well, they're not that stupid. They know what the laws are, and they know the experience of their criminal buddies. And a lot of criminals know that most of them know, maybe all of them know, that you can do what you want in Los Angeles. And that's why you're seeing the horrible stories every day. Now, if they know they can get away with everything, why do we elect the Bob Hertzbergs of the world to give them even more freedoms, to punish them even less, so they're not even jailed overnight or jailed for a week or jailed until they're hearing? Why do we do that? It's, you know, and, and then the only response from the police is, is like, well, you know, buy a ring camera. Be aware of your surroundings. It's like, how come we have we, we got to buy the ring camera because you guys don't arrest, the prosecutors don't prosecute, the, the legislature doesn't have bail or jail terms anymore, but we, we have to take care of ourselves. In fact, wasn't there was some idiot politician who was lecturing uh, retail shop owners saying, well, you've got to get uh, better security for your stores. It's like, no, 
You have to put the criminals in prison. I don't know. I don't know why this caught on. It's baffling to me. I mean, I, I, for all the things they study in the world, I, I've yet to seen a study as to why people have latched on to this wacky idea that you don't prosecute or punish or keep people off the streets when, when they, they commit crimes over and over again. Nobody seems interested to find out how the public got manipulated into that. Was it just everybody is taught now to feel sorry, to have compassion for these guys? I'm Mark coming up. Uh, we'll talk uh, uh, to uh, somebody from a victim's rights group about uh, the no-bail no Bob Hertzberg and his new bill again. John and Ken Show, Deborah Mark has the news, KFI AM640. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. When it comes to a thriving career, everyone could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. At LHH, we help every step of the way. We're committed to personalized support, insights, and resources that lead to more job opportunities than ever before. No matter what role a professional has in your organization, our services offer an experience that fits each person individually. And for organizations, LHH provides consultant support and guidance through the entire outplacement or career transition process, understanding the sensitivity and impact on your team. The world is full of new possibilities, and we help both organizations and individuals realize the possibility of what's next. It's outplacement reimagined. Visit LHHtalent.com. That's LHHtalent.com to get in touch with an outplacement consultant today because everyone and every organization could use a little support, especially when it comes to transitions. LHH, helping you every step of the way. Visit LHHtalent.com. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment legal or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.